Hello and welcome to Gully Boys of Cricket, the voice of fans. Gully Boys is a podcast where fans can speak their mind and also keep share the trophy request to ICC Alive. I am your host Prakash Fatwa. And in this podcast, we continue our conversation with Aaron Kumar from the previous episode. Deviating a bit from the topic you're talking on and take a step towards that World Cup final anniversary because we haven't chatted much on that. Now, my I'll ask for your observations and also feelings as an English fan because this is something that you should be proud of. It's your World Cup. It's your historic moment. But once you step out of that bubble of England and look at the world cricket as a whole, England has to face people in their eye and say I am the world champion. They should be able to say that. Whether it is equal or on their own, it doesn't matter. Yeah. That thing is not there. We have clearly seen. Does that bother you as an English fan somewhere? As someone who's certainly grown up in England and followed the game here, and a lot of my friends are, you know, real um passionate England fans and people who support followed England and I certainly know what you're saying Prakash I know exactly what you mean there isn't that kind of overwhelming overwhelming feeling of our team won a world cup there certainly isn't any of that around it and actually what's very very interesting is there's always you know a bit of banter on social media and twitter and facebook and but it let's say I've grown up because my father from India mum from the West Indies I've kind of looked at those teams and I remember 2011 when when India won the world cup you know, you might get fans from other countries who don't necessarily support India, might not even like India, but no one can argue that Dhoni Sixer won the World Cup from India. It's quite a conclusive moment, and people might have banter about other things, but no one will question the result. People might tease India, oh, you lost to South Africa in the group stages, but they're not questioning that India won the World Cup. Whereas, you know, as you rightly said, there have been times where on, you know, me and you on social media and other people who, who are part of this share the trophy movement always pointed out at times is that the result was a tie. Now, we're not being disparaging about England. We're not being disparaging about New Zealand. We're just giving a fact. The, ma- the match was a tie. The Super Over was a tie. It's fact. We're not actually saying anything derogatory. But England fans are very, very quick to jump on us and just sort of say, we won, we won, we won the Cup. So, it, to be honest, yes, okay, you always get people like that who kind of, you can't really read them. But for me, the reason they get so defensive I think is an extension of the embarrassment that they feel. I honestly feel that if England had won the cup outright, or if it was given to them as a shared cup, let's just say, then I actually think most of them would kind of just be like, you know, they'd be very proud of it. But that that defensiveness that you see, like if we say it's a tie, they're like, no, no, we won the cup. No, you were awarded the cup, but the actual final you didn't win. No, nothing they say can actually change the fact. And I just find it really, really funny. And, you know, I've had so many friends that have said things to me like, very happy that England have got a cup, but this is not the way to win a cup. I've, so many people have said that to me. They actually, people are saying we really hope that we win the one in 2023 because at least then we'll feel like we've got a genuine cup. People don't feel, and I, I feel sorry for them. Like I said, I, I know people that went to the game. I actually know people that went to the game. And when the final runs were scored before the Super Bowl, people didn't know what was happening. They didn't know what, what that meant. And I'm just thinking, you know, I remember that World Cup final for India and I just think we all remember that six that Dhoni hit. The commentary with it, you know, Dhoni finishes it off in style, you know, from Ravi Shastri. We all remember what a moment that was and it would have been quite sad if, you know, you didn't get that moment for India. It would have been quite sad if you kind of just sat there and then half an hour later, oh, okay, we've won it on a, on a technicality. So you kind of feel even for England fans and, and, and 
I think they're genuine England fans, the ones who actually follow the game and really uh, have all said that, yes, they'll take the victory. And you can't blame them. I mean, if, if that's the rule, they're, they're, they're going to they're gonna take it. They're not the ones that are at fault. The fault is the the system, and, and which they've accepted. The powers that be have accepted it by changing the rules for next time. They, they know that the rules are wrong. So, But I think the people who keep saying, oh, no, 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 we won, we won, that don't want to debate, Ultimate, I, I think on some level, it's not. I think it's a bit of bravado, but I think it's almost a. They know, they know deep down. Otherwise, I don't think they'd be that defensive. That's just my my gut feeling, Tracker. You know, I've said it before. I'll say it again. You know, it's going to be a weight off England's shoulder. You know, people are going to feel a lot better about this win. It's just going to be. You know, sharing is going to make it complete because right now. I'm talking about the reaction of the fans on the World Cup anniversary. There was also a certain silence from, you know, the larger or the top cricket community. If that was the biggest cricket match ever played just a year ago, like England's captain, Owen Morgan, I didn't see much from him on that day. I mean, that that is something you should be proud of. There wasn't much uh, from the players or the experts, which was very uh, prominently visible. Morgan, you mentioned... Morgan was actually interviewed about two or three weeks after that final. I have to look for the interview and dig it out for you. But I know that I was expecting him to be, because you get different people. Morgan actually comes over as somewhat kind of articulate and he brings his point across quite well and quite fair. But like Stokes, for example, when he came out saying it was better than 2005, that was the equivalent for me of the fans saying we won. You know, that that's just kind of... that. But Morgan actually... Said, and I think he is quite close to Kane Williamson because they've played together in the IPL. And he said they've had a chat and stuff, and he actually tried to put himself in Williamson's shoes. And the more he's thought about it, he doesn't think it's the fairest way to end the world. I don't know if he actually went as far as to say it should have been shared. I don't want to sort of think, but he, he more or less sort of uh, came close to saying it without actually, he didn't actually say it, I don't think. But yeah, he strongly said that it wasn't the fairest way. And I'm thinking for an England captain to pretty much say this is not right. He more or less said it's not right. And I want to pick on one word you said. You said it probably a couple of times earlier. Awarded, rewarded. I want to bring in those words because these words were not very common one year ago. We are seeing these words, and this is a positive way of saying it, that England were awarded, England were rewarded. We are seeing more and more of these words. However, we are also starting to see words like fixed, like cheated, thrown loosely around now. When I think about it as, as fans, you know, just genuine cricket fans, when they try to make sense of that decision, they can't add things up. And that's where these words are getting loosely thrown around to fill that gap which exists between the final result and what they think is the right result. And that, that can't be good for the game. As we go further and further away from this result, that, that gap is going to stay. You know, people who understand cricket, they can't make sense of that result. How good is that for the game, that these words are getting loosely thrown around? Isn't that a matter of concern for the governing body? I think the longer this goes on, especially the fact that the ICC have changed the rules moving forward. So this is not... OK, people could say it's rare, but if there's even a 1% chance of happening... In fact, no, it's happened. So forget 1% chance. If something has happened, we shouldn't really be trying to fix it going forward. We should, but we should also be looking at what's going on because I keep saying it if you change what if you change the result to the point where kids who are young today who are going to start following cricket and there's a t- you know we have a clear path for what happens in this situation I'm going to look back at this match and it's actually going to make it more of an anomaly and it's going to make England's 
you know, win. I don't, you know, what, what, the awarded victory, it's going to seem even more strange. You know, right now people try and dress it up whatever they want. But can you imagine if England don't win another cup in 20, 30 years, when there now is going to be a clear, you know, resolution as to what you do in a tied game, people are going to say, well, how did that work? With all we are seeing, you know, starting with what happened in Cricket World Cup final, what happened, it happened, nobody anticipated that, but how that situation has been dealt with thereafter. And now with the coronavirus, that power display that is happening in open, things that we thought were true before, now we can say with example that this is true. This is how cricket is working these days. I personally see this World Cup final result is such a great moment for leaders to come in and start taking cricket in a good direction. Because the way it is going right now, it is... I don't think this is the right direction to go for the game long term if we really are talking about growing the game. Look, I think someone put, made a really good point on Twitter the other day. They said they can't help but feel if situations were reversed. So if it was a tie, but if New Zealand, say, had scored more boundaries and they were awarded it, uh, awarded the cup, just given the nature of Kane Williamson, the New Zealand team, the spirit in which they play the game, could never say this for sure. We don't know, but a lot of people feel certain that they would have actually said off their own back, no one's won this match, we're sharing this trophy. They could have done that. You know, England could have done that on the day itself. I understand there's that glory, they want to be world champions, just that, but they didn't win the game. They could, in an ideal world, and we're in far from that at the moment, but you probably would look to the ECB. You would look to the ECB to really, you know, they talk about, and that's the frustrating thing, you know, the ECB talk about the grassroots level here, they talk about fair play, kids getting into it, gentlemen's game, and, and you're not really seeing any of that in terms of how this whole mess has been handled. So you'd have liked to see that leadership and that, and that done from the ECB. And, and the positive is if you look at the fans and the cricket community around the world, even sort of ex-legends like Gotham Gambier, I know he's in politics now, he said that in his eyes, it'll always be two world champions. He'll always see New Zealand as a world champion as well. And the trophy should be shared. Um, Brett Lee said the trophy should have been shared. Uh, Craig McMillan, I know he's a former New Zealand player. He's a, you know sharing the trophy would have been more fair. There, there, there is a lot of support there, and I think you know this movement share the trophy is fantastic. I think a lot of fans feel the same way. But you talk about grind the grain. When you explain to people that the match was a tie, oh well, what happened then? They had a tiebreaker. Oh, and England won the tie. No, 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 the tiebreaker was a tie as well. They don't understand it. People actually don't understand how England have won the trophy. Then, so you're going to struggle to get more fans into the game. When, especially young kids, you know, from maybe in this country, it'll be spun to them that England have won the World Cup, but kids abroad, you're going to struggle to get them into it on, when it's actually coming down to little technicalities like that. The whole innocence of the game is taken away. We, we, keep, we keep going back to that six for Tony, but the reason we do it is because that, for me, is the game in a nutshell. You know, we talk about gully cricket. Kids in India will pick up a bat and a ball, they'll whack it, and whoever scores the most runs wins the game, right? It's nice and simple. But when it comes down to the scores are the same, but let's count back the boundaries. People are not here for a maths lesson, are they, or a statistics lesson? People are here to go and play cricket and to learn cricket. So I think that's going to put a lot of people off the game, which is a, another thing we don't want to happen. I want to just capture a couple of points from what you said and round up the discussion there. Because you talked about all these big names saying that the match is a tie. I would add Virinder Sehwag in there. And I would add the silence of the cricket community. A lot of the big names... They chose to be silent. They chose to not speak much on it on the anniversary. I would add that to it as well. 
takes us to the conclusion that it's a point it's a formality that you have to do and england is the winner as well along with new zealand so taking nothing away from england there so it's a formality number 1 and number 2 with everything that is going on now more and more in the open whether it is uh, uh, you can say boards like england and india taking away the power of icc to act on its own and you know have other interests influence the decision making in cricket we are getting to a point where growing the game is becoming harder and harder and what an opportunity lies with fixing this at least and giving hope to cricket fans around the world that cricket is still a genuine innocent game like you said so that's how i see it it's support of the game for future generations i think that's what makes it so big it's not just you know we're not you know and some people out there try to say that Indians or fans of other teams are upset about the result and it, this has got nothing to do with the result because we as you said England we're still saying England are the winners we're not saying New Zealand won England didn't we're saying that both teams won it's a tie that's a fact and i feel at stake here is genuine fans being put off from the game future generations being put off from the game and that's something that i think we as cricket fans all have a responsibility to try and stop really because i think we've said so much as we said in the last month or two about justice equality doing the right thing and i think this match and the way it was handled kind of covers all of that in a microcosm so that's why it's it's a really worthy cause well the game belongs to all doesn't it the game belongs to all equally you know you have uh, some roots with india it's you know something got to do with the indian fans because for a lot of us including myself this is the only game i have watched played or thought of growing up fans like uh, the indian fans especially or subcontinent fans they are involved in this game with their whole being and that's why when they see something not making sense they are speaking up and i think cricket as a whole the leaders out there should be happy that they have a community like that which is taking responsibility for the game i know a few new zealanders obviously you've been out to new zealand uh, you know um a little while back um for a series and you know that there are people out there that feel passionate but this is nothing against new zealand or the people but obviously the way cricket is perceived in new zealand and india are different maybe that they're, they're just naturally yes okay i know if you're passionate about the result but they're naturally a hard maybe a bit quieter or or, or just the way they handle things um that people handle things in different ways but in a way i think the way the indian fans have taken this on it's not because they yes they care about the result but they care because it's an injustice not because it's against any particular team and actually I feel like what new Indian fans have done many of them is actually galvanize some of the New Zealanders you know they're kind of they're actually speaking with the same passion as though it was their own team because of how badly this was handled and I think that's quite inspiring to be honest with you I work with a guy from who's from New Zealand Prakash and he's a sports nut but he absolutely loves cricket and I remember when India lost to New Zealand <laughs> he was really kind of in it, it was very happy but you know he didn't speak about the cricket after a final for a long long time and he told me even now cuz you know I tried to see if he'd come on the show you know one time but he said it hurts him too much and he doesn't talk about that fine it upsets him too much so i think it's a common misconception just to give that him as an example where people just think oh new zealanders don't talk about it it doesn't hurt that 
it does hurt them because that guy, he, he can't speak to you about that final. So I just think then if that means that Indian fans are speaking up for them and actually take, pushing that fight along, he, you know, he, he's got nothing but respect for your show, Prakash. He said he thinks, you know, it's absolutely fantastic work. He's right behind it, but he just maybe doesn't have it in him to speak. And you can completely understand that. You know, I think a lot of people would probably feel the same if they're passionate about something in that situation. It's the silence, the humility of uh, Kiwis which united the world. Because I can imagine this happening to a lot of other countries and they would be making their own noise. And it may not sound that graceful in the end. So in many ways, we should be thankful to the Kiwis for making, keeping this gentleness of the game alive. It's the Kiwis and Kane Williamson who saved the day. That could have been a disaster for a world event. I think uh, this is a moment which should unite the world for something good. Absolutely. So thank you, Aaron. Uh, thank you. This was, uh, you know, beautiful thoughts again. Thank you, everyone, for listening to Gully Boys. Season 2, The State of World Cricket will continue with new topics. I will see you on the next one.